With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. The weeks get more and more exciting. This was a week of turmoil. This is a week of a lot. Has been a week of a lot of noise. Much happening in Washington. Uh, and we're going to get into the Mueller report to begin, but I want to tell you, here's where we're going tonight. We're going to Washington. We're going to Caracas, Venezuela, Tijuana, Mexico, London, Edinburgh, Scotland, Dusseldorf, Germany, Parkland, and the Crimea. So let's start with the Mueller report. Uh, Trump was lucky. Uh, this thing could have gone the other way on the conspiracy collusion theory, and he would have been in deep trouble. He may still be in deep trouble, though. The conspiracy charge is obviously off the books right now, but the obstruction is still alive. Trump interprets it as, oh, I got to win all the way around. He didn't get a win all the way around. They just said they could make up their minds whether he was guilty or not guilty with regard to obstructing. Now, let me say, tell you up front what bothers me here. I'm very uncomfortable with the Mueller decision as it has been portrayed by Attorney General Barr. Something seems amiss to me. Something, I believe, stinks in Denmark. Mueller has already indicated that he's unhappy with what Barr has said about his determination with regard to the obstruction, the obstruction uh, situation. You see, here's how this game's played. Mueller writes the report. It's his report. He and his people spent two, spent two years putting it together. Now it goes to the attorney general to review before it goes to Congress and to the public, if it's going to go to the public. Uh, now, what's what happens here? The attorney general has no right to change any verbiage or anything in Mueller's report. He can say the public can't see it, the Congress can't see it, because it's classified or it's this or it's that, but he doesn't have the right to change anything. It's already been suggested, coming from Mueller, not directly, but coming from him this morning, that he's upset with how obstruction, his determination as to the obstruction charge, how it has been handled by Barr. It's also being reported that if there was a change made by Barr, he never sent it back to Mueller for his approval first. He just issued it to Congress. So I'm uncomfortable. You'd be uncomfortable, too. Don't forget, we're dealing with the, the highest levels of government in the world when you come to the United States and the presidency of the United States. And we can't have chicanery going around and deviousness at that level. It just It's not us. It's them up there. It's those politicians playing the game, but it's not us. Now, justice is getting beat up, not just in this situation. For the last 20 years, I'm a retired lawyer, 46 years I spent in the courtroom. 
I've seen the authority, uh, the trueness, the quality uh, of, of the law diminished. It just seemed every year we lost something in the practice of law. The judges became less judicious. They weren't the same quality I saw in my early years. Now political hacks were getting put on the bench, not because they were great lawyers, but because they needed a job that paid them $150,000 a year, and this was their reward. The people we sent to Washington, uh, my God, they're spending time all day raising money for the next election, and who's legislating? No one's paying attention to anything. Uh, this thing's just a mess, and I worry about this. I think that this uh, investigation, this special prosecutor situation, is far worse, has been far worse than the Nixon, not the, than the Nixon investigation, and also the Reagan Iran Contra situation. This is bad because what we're saying is the President of the United States screwed around. Uh, at the highest levels and was giving trade secrets, in effect, or information to our biggest enemy in the world, Russia. Uh, now, so what do we do? So we have a decision. In a few weeks, it's going to come out. The, the Congress is going to get parts of it, not all of it. Uh, Barr is going to make the decision as to what's classified and isn't classified. Once his pen cuts, that's it. Uh, I hope enough comes out so that people can see what the true intent was of this whole thing. Uh, Trump is running around today like he had a big victory when uh, Barr issued the decision. He did. I would say that this has been Donald Trump's biggest victory since he became president. No, no, I'm not being facetious. I'm sincere. This is major. I thought he was going down the tubes. I thought he's been playing ball with Russia. I'm still not convinced he did not play ball with Russia uh, because the situation between he and Putin is the most strange thing I've ever seen in my life between two avowed enemies. Anyhow, Trump's walking around today, and I heard him on the news this morning. Uh, he's vengeful. He's going to get the people, he indicated, who placed him in this position. Okay, he didn't place himself in this position. Who placed him in this position. And he's going to get them. And he know what he says? He says that what they did, the charges they levied against him, those who prosecuted him, persecuted him, are guilty of treason. Treason. Where the hell does treason come into this? This man's hard. This man doesn't belong in the position he, he's got. Don't forget, Romans twelve nineteen, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It's not Donald Trump. Trump's. And understand this also, if you will. This report, the Mueller report, redone, reissued by Barr, is not the end of this thing. It's not the end of it at all. I describe it as the end of the beginning. Follow me. The end of the beginning. It's like this. We, Trump made first base. We still got second, third, and home. And that's where we are at first base. You've got this, uh, the Southern District of New York, the federal court there, that's not bound by any of these special prosecutor rules. And if those charges are correct, into the personal finances, et cetera, et cetera, Trump and his family go down the tubes. I have said for the last two years, in the end, if they get Donald Trump, it's going to be because, be because of 
money laundering, and that's where it's going to come out. Watch. Are you still? He's got a lawsuit in California. Uh, he's got other. He's got a lot to worry about yet. The, the, the big, this is just the beginning. The beginning. Remember that. And vengeance isn't his, and he shouldn't talk that way. And his tongue. He should bite his tongue every time he's going to say treasonous conduct. It's an insult to some people who are good Americans. Okay, let's talk about Russia, the United States, and Venezuela. Let me tell you something. Everything we're being told is a crock. The whole issue in Venezuela is not who's being humanitarian, helping the paper people. Uh, They're starving. They don't have power. They don't have this. The people in Puerto Rico don't have power. Does Trump care about them? He announced today, he was at some meeting, they said, with the Republicans, that he, he didn't care about Puerto Rico. Still, they're suffering. They don't have power. Anyhow, here's the story there. There's only one thing that's important to the United States and Russia and Venezuela, and that is oil. Venezuela has the largest reserves of oil in the world. Russia wants the oil. We want the oil. Okay, so what are they doing? Trump goes down, and Trump has the United States supporting uh, this president who made himself president of Congress. It's an imposter Congress in Venezuela. I've been following this thing for five years. It's an imposter type. They have no power to do what they did. They said, you're the new president. The people didn't vote for the guy. The Congress did. And the Congress isn't even legitimate if you follow the laws down there. And they said, uh, uh, we, we support him, the new president. And then Trump said he sent, he sent some soldiers down already to the border, uh, some of our U.S. Army people. He keeps sending our Army people all over. We're already in 17 wars. I don't blame them for all the wars. But let's get us out of our wars and not into wars. Anyhow, they're on the border of Venezuela. They're sitting down there in Brazil on the border of Venezuela, ready to go in if called upon because it's a humanitarian crisis, so telleth us Donald Trump. In the meantime, about two weeks ago, Russia, Putin, has several fighter ships, fighter bombers, land in Venezuela. Yesterday, yesterday, he had military planes land again, this time at the airport in Karak, and they left 100 soldiers there, 100 Russian troops. He's getting ready. We're getting ready. And you know what's going to happen? There's not going to be a war. This is bullshit and bravado on the part of Trump making an issue where he can't win. He never seems to win these things. Do you follow me? He never seems to win these things, but he's created the issue again. And where we may have to go to war, the winds of war are blowing all over the place. Pompeo's running around. Uh, Everybody's Bolton's running around. They're all crazy. The winds of war, they think they're going to make him a great man because he's putting out his chest and saying, you know, don't dread on me. So the issue is not a humanitarian one. The people are suffering in Venezuela. I have followed Venezuela very closely for five years. I've reported on it in writing and on the show and my blog and everything else. I mean, I've taken through the, the starvation the people went through where they had to eat their pets. Then they attacked the zoos and ate the animals. Then they ate the grass. Then they dug up the earth and ate the roots. Okay. Then they train themselves and their children to be hungry every other day. No food in between because they don't have food. But do you see the people of Venezuela revolting? 
No. And I have continuously said, if they won't help themselves, we don't help them. Sure, they go out in the street, they protest, they yell, they scream. And there's been a little conflagration every now and then, some fireballs, uh, et cetera. But it's no big deal. They aren't standing up for themselves, the people of Venezuela. And I say, if they haven't got the brass balls to do it, we shouldn't help them. And But we're not concerned about them. <laughs> He's concerned about the oil. And that's what Putin's concerned about. Now, the uh, I love this. The, the southwest border, the Mexican border, the one between San Diego and uh, where is it, Tijuana? It's the um, that's the border where all the problems, the primary problems, have been occurring. So what happened? Trump told us several months ago, got to send the army down there. The army can't do a goddamn thing under our law, by the way. If he's going to abide by the law. U.S. military cannot fire a gun within the boundaries of the United States. What are they going to shoot these people when they're coming over the wall? They're in our, on our property. They're on our land. It's against the law. So he sends them down, though. First it was 7,500, but I think he only got 4,000 down. Then he drew about 1,000 out. Then it was 6,000. Now I don't know what the hell the number is. I don't even know if he knows what the number is. He didn't get the money he wanted for the wall. But what he did do, he took our fine military troops, our army, our soldiers, trained to be the toughest and the smartest and the bravest uh, warriors in the world. No question about it. And he has them putting barbed wire up on, on the fences down there, the fences that he's had erected uh, to keep the uh, immigrants from coming into our country. So they took razor-edged barbed wire, and he had these soldiers, mile after mile. This is what they're doing. They're putting rolls and rolls on top and on the sides so these immigrants can't get into the United States. This barbed wire was going to stop them. Well, i got to tell you something. It ain't working. It isn't stopping them. Here's what's happened. Americans and Mexicans have been stealing the barbed wire off the fence. Now, if we've got all these troops down there, and we've got this huge border patrol, and we've got ICE down there, who the hell's watching these fences and these walls where the barbed wire is if these people can come in and take that off? You, it's, you can't take it off that swiftly unless you want to get your hands ripped apart in your chest while you're doing it. But they did it, and they got away with it, and they weren't caught. Isn't that amazing? And if we can't catch them, how the hell are we going to catch the people who are just climb, trying to climb over the fence? or dig a tunnel underneath. It's just, it's ludicrous. So 15 people have been arrested by Mexico, Americans and Mexicans. Uh, and the way they got caught, we saw the barbed wire was gone. And what happened was, those who removed the barbed wire were going down the streets of Tijuana, selling the barbed wire to homeowners. Tijuana is a very, 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 very bad city. A lot of killings, a lot of shootings, a lot of thievery, a lot of drugs, everything is prostitution. Anything that could be wrong is going on in Venezuela. I'm sorry, in, uh, in Tijuana. Uh, people are afraid. The police down there are not sufficient or equipped to protect them. So they're taking this barbed wire, 
in the carts that you and I push in a supermarket when we go grocery shopping, put the barbed wire in them, and going down the streets of Tijuana yelling out barbed wire for sale, whatever way you say it in uh, Spanish or whatever the language is there, okay? Uh, And the people are buying it. And here's how they're selling it, for what they're selling it for. They tell you, this is the people who stole it, they they will sell you sufficient wire this razor barbed wire to protect your house and the cost of it will also include installation and what they're charging is 40 pesos 40 pesos per home you know what 40 pesos is it's less than two (laughs) dollars now either nobody's got any money or this is all profit to these guys because they didn't pay for the wire i don't know uh i think that the stealing of the barbed wire makes a mockery of our efforts at border security. Uh, that's the way it is down there. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand all these things. Now, we're going to go. This is today. This just happened yesterday. This is humorous, too. This is very humorous. Trump announced when the, last week those two Boeing, the Boeing plane had a, was crashed. Uh, they had another problem several months ago with the Bo- same Boeing plane, and he announced that he was grounding all Boeing planes in the United States by his authority. Uh, I don't even know he had the authority, but Boeing had the wisdom to say they were going to do it anyhow or, or would do it. Uh, and he said at the time, I remember watching him on television, he said, you know, these planes, they don't need pilots anymore. They're all run by computers. They do not need pilots or crew Get in, sit down, the machinery will fly you wherever you got to go from some computer someplace. Well, here's an example of how it works. <laughs> there was a flight out of London to go to Dusseldorf, Germany. Dusseldorf, Germany. Well, the plane landed in Edinburgh, Scotland. And I got to laugh. It's amusing. The pilot and crew did not even know they were going to the Edinburgh airport. They didn't realize till they got there that the plane, plane was landing by itself in Edinburgh, Scotland. You don't need pilots, as Donald Trump said. And what happened was they have a flight plan that gets fed into the computer. I don't know where the computer is. And it was incorrectly filed by whoever does that work. And when the crew went on the plane, they may have assumed they were going to Dusseldorf. Nobody checked on anything, but they went in a different direction, and they ended up in Edinburgh. Uh, doesn't make you feel very secure, does it? The chart room. The chart room is my favorite place in Key West. I call it my watering hole. I do enjoy a drink every four or five nights a week. I, I go down about 530 I leave at 7, I get a bite to eat, I'm home in bed by 9. That's my life down here. That's how Lewis lives at 83. Uh, I love the chart room. It's been there since 1967. It is Key West. It's old Key West. The place is as it was constructed, built in 1967. Nothing has changed. Last week, a friend of mine, Jay Cohen, died. Jay is not Cuban. His name might suggest Cuban. He's a Jew from Philadelphia who many, many years ago, back in the 70s, came to live in Key West. And he passed on. And I wrote a blog about Jay because Jay was an interesting man. Uh, And I also, as part of that blog, I came across 
a very old description that someone wrote, I don't even know who wrote it, of the chart room. And I want to read a portion of it to you so you can understand what the chart room's like and why it's such a wonderful place to sit and talk to your friends. Here, I quote, deep in the intrinsic, no, deep in the intestines of a big resort hotel, there is a dingy low-ceilinged room that could pass for a large storage closet. A heavy mahogany bar with seven battered bar stools ending at a popcorn machine last cleaned during the Carter administration. Crowded into one corner, a round table with sagging chairs. The floor is carpeted with shells from a huge barrel of peanuts. The walls are covered with cracked and fading photos of patrons past. And the air, I love this last part, the air is permanently saturated with the acid essence of booze, beer, and cigarettes. And this last line is the best. No sunlight has ever intruded here. No sunlight has ever intruded here. If you're interested, that's the chart room. Why do I like it? Because it's Key West 30, 40, 50 years ago. Uh, many of the locals go, many of the older locals go. It's a pleasure to sit down and listen to them speak about the history of Key West in the 60s and 70s, as Jay was wont to do. It's interesting to meet the, the tourists that come in. Tourists are coming in every night. This is the chart room. Where's this? Where's that? Et cetera. Where did Jimmy Buffett start? Which corner did he sing? And, and so forth. So that's the chart room, my friends. I thought you might be interested. We are a sick society. I don't have to tell you that. And I'm not even referring to Donald Trump. <laughs> but we are a sick society. And here's why, one of the reasons I believe we are a sick society. Douglas High School, Parkland, remember, 17 high school students killed, 17 injured. The perpetrator, shooter, was Nicholas Cruz. He's now doing life in prison. For the, seven, for the 17 killings and everything else that occurred. Do you want to know? He's become an idol, an icon, a hero in the eyes of many people. It is reported that he receives stacks of fan mail every day, many containing pictures of nudes. Teenage girls, women, and even some men send him pictures and fan mail. He is described as an icon, uh that fascinates people. People are fascinated by him. And in the letters, they offer him support, friendship, and encouragement, okay? And again, with the suggestive photos. Uh, fans have bonded together on Facebook and other social media. Uh, one group has over 1,000 members, okay, regularly who post messages of encouragement for Cruz, calling him cute or handsome. And they also sent him gifts. Now, this was a killer. The man, the man should have been put in a dungeon, uh, the door locked, the key thrown away, and leave him there until he dies. Uh, that's cruel, but what he did was cruel. Uh, now, what else follows this? This past week, two of the students still in the school at Parkland, Douglas High School in Parkland, committed suicide. Two of the high school students committed suicide. They could not handle the deaths of their school classmate. It's called survivor guilt. Survivor guilt. And 
these kids couldn't take it anymore, and they're fearful down there that more kids are going to do this, and that's a shame. Well, this guy's sitting on his ass in jail. Sure, he can't go out, he can't go do, do this or do that, but his life can't be too bad. He's alive, he's eating, he's getting all his fan mail, he's getting the pretty girls to look at with their boobs hanging out. I apologize the way I say it, but that's the way it is. Not right. We are a sick society. All right. Another example of being a sick society. I'm on the sick society because Trump contributes to this. This guy Cruz contributes to it. And the policemen of this country sometimes conclude to it. Our cops have been on a killing spree for years, primarily blacks, but also whites. Now, here's a situation that occurred on July 25th, 2018. Uh that's still in turmoil. A woman was stopped on a traffic infraction. The cops had her get out of the car. Uh, I don't know why she gave them lip. They didn't like it. They tasered her. She still gave them lip. So they handcuffed her. They put her hands behind her back, handcuffed her wrist. Now she's got her hands behind her back, handcuffed. And then at some point, one of them shot her in the head. Actually, she was shot in the mouth. The police say she shot herself. And they listed her death, I'm not laughing, as a suicide. Now, you tell me how the hell this woman could shoot herself if she had she's handcuffed behind her back. And it just so happened that the body cam quarter, the body cam quarter on the police officer didn't work. It had fallen, was knocked off the officer, and wasn't functioning. Isn't that amazing? So there's no film of this. Well, the investigation determined it was a suicide. The cops said it was a suicide. The department agreed with them. The family won't take it sitting down. They've had the case reopened. The, inve the investigation is again ongoing. The thing is being investigated. And here it is eight months later, and they're still looking for the truth. And you don't have to be a genius to understand. A woman handcuffed with her hands behind her back can't shoot herself in the mouth and kill herself. The college admission scandal, absolutely an abomination. And it's just another example of the wealthy getting everything and the middle class and the poor getting less and less. People are buying their children's way into colleges. We know they do it at private schools like in a city like New York City, but into colleges. People are paying $500,000 to get their child in. One, one couple paid $1.2 million to get their child in. This is a guarantee you're going to go to a good college like Yale, uh, Stanford, USC. You tell there's a business this guy's running. He runs a business. I'll get your kids into the school you want. It's going to cost you X number of dollars, all big dollars. And what he does is this. He has the kids lying on their applications saying they were athletes. Uh, like rowing. The only trouble is he has the, a girl apply and say she's a rower. How many female rowers have you ever heard of? All right? Never. And he takes these sports that aren't that popular, and he throws the kids into it, whether they're male or female, and has them say they do, they participate in the sport. So now the college, whether it's Yale, Stanford, or who, they're all excited. We got a girl here. She wants to row. We don't have enough female rowers. So what happens very quickly is this. Uh, the girl, I think it was, uh, I forgot which school it is, but they, her parents gave $1.2 million to get her into this college. They said she was a rower. The, it, there was $1.2 million paid. 
The guy who runs this business setting it up kept 800000 He paid $400,000 to the coach. People are going to jail, my friends, for this. We are a sick society, and we're getting sicker by the day. And this is an example of it. <laughs> it upsets me. All right. My time, my time's close to running out. Powerball tomorrow, $750 million. In my whole lifetime, only twice have I bought a lottery ticket. Tomorrow I'm going out and buy $20 worth. I understand they're $2 a piece. I'm going to buy 10 Hope springs eternal. You never know. The odds are 1 in 292 million that you're going to win. 1 in 292 million you're going to win. And a person has a 25,000 better chance of hitting a hole-in-one than winning the Powerball jackpot. Whoever wins it, I say, God bless them, enjoy it. What a great life changer. Okay, that is the story for this week. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed. Uh, Exciting things happening all the time in this country. Bad things they are, though, especially at our Washington governmental level. We've got to keep our eyes open, my friends. We've got to keep our ears open. Uh, Don't believe everything you're being told, whether it's by the left or the right. Look, search on your own for the truth, because only we can change things. Everything's only going to get changed by the ballot box, what happens in 2020, Uh, because that's the way we're set up to to function. Uh, And I hope we don't reelect Donald Trump, because I think he's bad for the country and he's destroying us step by step. So, thank you for joining me again. I love doing this show. You know it. My numbers go up every week. I love that. And uh, I look forward to talking with you every week. I'll be back next week. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.